The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. All right, joined by Rev, which we're really excited about. First off, Rev, I just want to say thank you for giving us Control-Alt-Delete because it is really fun. Well, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. And we are going to get to the song itself in just a little bit here. But because you've kind of recently exploded in popularity, I, I really just want to start by, by learning a little bit more about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, just like the important stuff in your mind. Okay. Well, I am a dance pop artist from Montreal. Um, I, you know, I love making dance music, heavily influenced by 90s house. Uh, it's nostalgic in both like concept and in production. Um, and I just, you know, I, I want to make euphoric dance music for everybody. So that's, that's a little bit about me. Euphoric dance music. Well, I think that kind of fits with what we've heard so far. Oh, awesome. I'm happy. Happy we're doing it. So, um, well, what is like, I feel like you can learn a lot about somebody by how they hang out with their friends. What's like a night with your friends look like? A night with my friends looks like sometimes an evening out uh, at a really, really good show, maybe a dance show at a really cool underground venue or a night in and just a, a wild dance party. Sometimes those are the best nights. You get a good bottle of wine and some good food and a great playlist. And it's all about having fun with your a club or a dance party at home dancing either way really yeah dancing is a non-negotiable okay fair enough fair enough yeah uh, so so uh you mentioned obviously being uh you know making music for a long time now like i said i mean exploded in popularity recently but you must have been doing this for a while yeah i've been doing this ever since i could i can, I can remember i mean i grew up in a really really musical home uh my mom and dad are both obsessed with different genres, but still with music. And we always had music, you know, musical instruments lying around the house. Music was always playing. And I had this big upright piano in my house. And I remember just, you know, dragging my Fisher Price, like xylophone down to this big upright. And um, just like trying to match whatever was on my xylophone to the sounds of like the upright. And then I eventually graduated to the big piano and started, you know, messing around on that and, I was never really, you know, into sports. Uh, I was a theater kid. Um, And I was never very, very good in school, if we're being honest. But music has just, you know, been my therapist and been the one constant thing in my life. And I just always stuck. Well, I ended up on the radio. So I also obviously not so into the the whole sports thing. Definitely more into the theater drama side of things. Uh, What was piano your first instrument? It was, yes. Okay, all right. And high school band, you played the trumpet or something? I, yeah, I did. Actually? Yeah, I did play the trumpet horribly. And I, yeah. played, I played the flute as well. And it's funny because I couldn't figure out, like when I first started playing flute, like I couldn't figure out how to like position my mouth because anybody who's played the woodwinds or, or anything with a reed, not that a flute has a reed, but you know what I mean. Like it's a yeah. weird mouth position. And I remember on my first exam thinking, I can sing into my flute and my instructor's not going to notice. And so did that's you, what I did. And he was like, immediately, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Didn't even get close to pulling it off. Love it. Yeah. Control-Alt-Delete. First off, fe- featured on FIFA 2022. That has got to be crazy cool. It was crazy cool. It was such a surreal moment. I, I mean, and then seeing it in the game for the first time was also so super wild. It kind of came out of the blue. It was 
months before the song was even released, we just, you know, took a shot and submitted it to EA and they ended up loving the song. And there it was on the game a couple of months later. And it was just absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. So it is a kind of a submission process. Is it a bit nerve wracking to submit stuff to like that or? I don't, I don't even think that my team told me that they were submitting it because they knew that I would just be so full of anxiety every single day. So, um, only once, you know, the ball was rolling where they like, oh yeah, by the way, we yeah, submitted you for FIFA. Let's see what happens. And I was like, okay, I guess we just have to wait and see. But uh, it ended up, you know, working out and I'm super grateful. So now that it's actually in the game, do you get like a lot of feedback from big football, soccer fans or video gamers? Yeah. I mean, I advertised it on TikTok a lot and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. You're my goal song. And I'm like, that's, that's wild. That's crazy. Thank you. Tell me about the song itself and what kind of led to the song's creation. So Control Alt Delete is definitely more on the silly side of my catalog. Um, so I spent most of the pandemic writing, ironically, a dance album, which was interesting in itself. But uh, the first music that we started creating was rather serious and kind of about, it was very emotional, like the song Still Dancing that I have, it was, which was my first single, was about, you know, coming out of isolation and finally get, getting with your crew again and like just being free of like the dark place that we were in and then Skin to Skin was darker as well. And I, we'd created like a bunch of records like that over like a week span. And then one day I came into the studio and I was like, guys, it's heavy. We need to do something light. Let's just have fun. If nothing comes out of this day, then so be it. But let's take a crack at something just obnoxious and silly and like very throwbacky, cheer chanty. Let's let's throw it all in the pot. And Control Delete was born out of that just very fun day of saying, let's just have fun and break up this sadness a little bit. So so are you happy that that's the one that people love, the happy song? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, especially in the last, I guess, almost two years now. We we just need to take the happy where we can get it. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so what's what's next? I mean, obviously, I know that uh, you also have uh, Still Dancing Out, which I've listened to. It's a great song as well. But w- what's next for you? I've been uh, following some of your stuff on TikTok, and it sounds like you're working on some stuff. Yeah, so building uh, an EP and also an album to follow. Uh, which will include some of the more fun, funky dance bops, but more of an emotional also side. Um, So trying to create a well-balanced record. And I I, I can't wait to show people the more vulnerable side of me. And that's what's coming next. Now that you've shown everybody kind of the dance fun side, show some more depth there. Right. Getting more personal. um, Love of canned tuna is a thing? It it, Yeah, it is. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like I grew up having, like, I was teased about this, but my mom had this recipe for tuna and pickles with mayo. And like, I think it's, it's since I got it so often when I was a kid, it's become like a comfort food of mine. Um, and I, I do still um, indulge quite a bit in the canned tuna. I have to admit some people are like, yes, I get it. And other people are like, that's, that's like the spam of the sea. Like you can't, you can't eat that. It's not even refrigerated. I can't say I'm a big fan myself, but I love that you're so into it. I mean, that's just passion right there. Thank you. Thank you. I could go on forever. So with this most recent success that you've been seeing, what's what's changed? What are some things that have changed in your life? 
Ah, just honestly doing music more full time in my schedule. Like it's less on the creative, like I'm spending a lot more time in the studio, Mm -hmm. uh, which is amazing. Like I used to just, you know, spend so many hours in my room writing music, but now I'm with, you know, so many different people so often working on just like just meeting a bunch of people and collaborating on projects all the time, doing a lot more creative content creating every day, which is not something that, you know, I was used to before, like really living online every single day, especially with TikTok and with IG and that's what's changed the most. And you'd mentioned isolation being a thing that we've all been through, but it's got to be fun to work with people in the studio, especially after that. Absolutely. We did a lot of Zoom sessions um, throughout the pandemic. And there's just something about having an energy in the room that, you know, like you, you can't match it online. It's just so special. What have been kind of the, some of the cooler things that you've experienced with the success? I think just getting into rooms with my idols, like just like I'm, I was on a London trip recently to, to write and like you get to, you pull up to this writing camp and there's people who, you know, wrote Halo for Beyonce and Toxic by Britney Spears and somebody who's like, yeah, I go produce the first Swedish House Mafia record. And that was like a record that I like love, like die hard loved. And you're just sitting there in awe of like just the talent around you. And that's, that's been the most surreal thing is to work with some of my idols. Well, and they're just like, and they're not even name dropping. They're just talking about friends. Right. That's crazy. Um, yeah. You've also seen your face in some interesting places. That's got to be weird. So weird. I love it. Like, it, it was like, it's so surreal. I'm like, I can't believe that it's there. It's crazy. We're, we're about a month from Christmas now. Uh, what, where, where are preparations at for you? Decorations, Christmas shopping, you ready to go? I'm so behind. Like, I have to say, I, I'm a procrastinator. I do all of my shopping between the 20th and sometimes the 24th. What about you? Are you prepared? No, no, I'm not prepared. I'm, I'm totally with you. I know people who start, who shop all year round. And I'm like, that takes commitment. Cause like you're storing that stuff in your apartment for like months. Well, and who like who even knows if they want it a year from now? Right. 100%. In your estimation, what's the best gift you've ever given somebody for Christmas? Whew, that's a great question. I know it's tough though. Sorry. I think just experiences or like mm-hmm. really personal things. Like I remember like the one time I did prepare for a Christmas gift, I got my dad art from Italy when I was traveling there that from like parts of you know that meant a lot parts of Italy that meant a lot to him and I got it framed and it was like just meaningful gifts or like experiences like knowing if somebody you know really wants to go go to a concert getting them concert tickets is about buying something for somebody that they wouldn't buy for themselves but that you know that they would just really love and that would be really meaningful uh moving back to the music side of things uh performing live do you have tours planned are you excited about that side of things i'm so excited i'm planning my live show now and uh i'm like i'm just there's so many great ideas so many weird and wacky ideas that i can't wait to show everybody so definitely in the new year we're gonna see some of that cool and you said like tons of dance music do you have like a lot of choreography going on it's not so much choreography but using technology in weird and different ways to create a very dynamic live show. Cause as much as like I had choreo, like bless my friend Pam, honestly, cause she choreographed my, the video for control delete. 
yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm not the best dancer. Like I can two step and I can like do some movements, but I'm like, by no means like an actual dancer, but I'll overcompensate in the realm of just playing music, using technology. Like there's a lot of stuff that you can do, even if you are the dance artist who can't really dance, but yeah. And then one final question for you, Rev, what's the name come from? How do we, where, where that, where that show up? So Rev is the French word for dream. And so I wanted to choose a name that really encapsulated um, the feeling that I wanted people to feel when they listen to my music. So it's less so in control, I'll delete, because it's, it's a very upbeat kind of pop nostalgic song. But the rest of the record is very dreamy and very ethereal. And um, I really wanted to pick a name that really encapsulated that. And I, I tried to overthink it for a long time, but it's sometimes it's just better to keep it simple. Well, I like it. It sounds great. And looking forward to some of the new music. Loving Control Delete for now and still dancing. And uh, we're excited to see where you go from here. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. 